Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday, and we're expecting a nor'easter in New York, New Jersey area. I'm still not sure what a nor'easter is because, ironically, you know, my guy Noriega, the rapper Noriega. Can we still call Noriega rapper? Yeah, yeah, he still raps. raps. Yeah, you know, but the, he's got the podcast, Drink Champs. He would always drop a mixtape called Nor'easter. So, honestly, the first time I heard the term Nor'easter was when he started doing it. But it's a weather term. Right. It's a weather term. And uh, Nori will be on the show this morning as I, well. Speaking I, of Nori. The irony. Right? Yeah. Speaking so, Nori's here during the Nor'easter. During the Nor'easter. We don't plan these things, by the way, people. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to dip out a little early today, too, because um, the flights are being canceled. Going yes, they are. I saw a lot of flights got canceled already. And well, they're saying a lot of flights afternoon will be canceled, so I got to uh, get on an earlier flight to make sure I make it to North Carolina. Yeah, I heard Delta shutting everything down. You going to CIAA? CIAA. I got my first show is tonight. Of course, the Breakfast Club Day Party is tomorrow, but my first party is tonight with Fab, so I got to make sure I get on that plane. Okay, I understand. You know? Now, uh, we have a world premiere that we're going to get into in a second. This is uh, DJ Khaled's new joint. I saw Khaled post this on Instagram last night. He had the drop top going back, and he had Lil Asad sitting in the mm-hmm. backseat of the car. He had a Kevin Hart reaction video, mm-hmm. and now he about to get another iHeart stimulus package. <laughs> he got that way. Khaled works for iHeartRadio. But let's yo. be clear. These songs by Khaled, they do be lit. I ain't be heard, we ain't heard this we one, hear this yet, one yet. So. It looks good on paper. It looks though. really good on paper. It looks so great on how paper. How could it not be? Tell so us who's get, on it. Let's get into it, and then we'll get into front page news. This is Khaled featuring Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Future. It's called Top Off. You gotta Off. stop doing that, too. What? This is Jay-Z, Beyonce, Future, featuring, featuring DJ Khaled. Khaled. <laughs> Khaled's lucky to be on these records. Well, let's okay? get to it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, I'm going to tell you something. My goodness. When that record first came on, I said to myself, this sounds very dated. When I just right. heard the beat and the hook. Right. When I heard them crispy-ass, fresh lyrics oh from Jay-Z. Jay sounded like a pair of all-white, fresh-out-the-box somethings. Talking about OG Wan's bill. Talking about that. That verse sounded like he wrote it yesterday. Like two days ago. Yeah, Goodness gracious. And by the way, uh, Tiffany Haddish ruined it for everybody trying to party with B. Because from now on, you got to sign an NDA if you want to party with B, according That's to right. her. There you go. <laughs> according to what I just heard. All right? Drop one of Clues Bombs. That was tough. Tough to it. But I'm biased because I'm a Pinkett Smith Winfrey Nose Carter, but that Whoa, sounded amazing Jay to me. Is Jay is snapping Everybody on that said, well, you know, I didn't like the 444 album. It was too oh, conscious. I'm not even talking to those type of people. Man, I'm not listen, even talking to those type of people. Those Jay the, just gave you some bars. Those are the same type of people that saying that, uh, you know, the Black Panther was working with a CIA agent to stop black revolutionaries like Killmonger. I'm not listening to those. those that made me people. just want to do like 30 pushups just right now. That, oh my God, and yes. Beyonce killed it. And the fact that Jay-Z is what, 40? Six, seven, 49 eight. and a half, 47 and a half. I don't, I don't know. know. He's up there, okay? Drop on the clues bombs again. That was fresh. Goodness gracious. That was and tough. There tough you have it. All right, well, let's get tough some front two. page news. Khaled, you earned that one. Okay? Yeah, he did. You, you earned that spin every hour on the hour he on every iHeartRadio station across America. Yes, he did. Okay? <laughs> All right, now let's talk about this Nor'easter. 
Yes, uh, there's going to be some crazy weather. So make sure you check your flights because flights are getting canceled already. But they're saying this nor'easter is coming toward the East Coast. It's going to be a mix of howling winds, drenching rain, snow, and waves. The storm is going to knock out power, flood neighborhoods, and destroy homes, they're saying, along the Atlantic Coast Friday and Saturday. So if you are told to evacuate, please take this storm seriously. It is a life and death situation for people living along the coast, especially those ocean-exposed shorelines even if the storm doesn't become a bomb cyclone like they're saying it could new york's eastern long island and boston will feel the effects so be mindful of the storm there's going to be wind gusts up to 65 miles per hour again if you are told to evacuate from a flooded area go any snow that falls will be heavy and wet that could bring down trees and power lines and cause power outages they're expecting snowfall in the amount of 12 to 18 inches in new york and even higher in central New York. They said the winds are going to be so crazy. So just be careful if you are in the Boston area, in the New England area, in New York's area, in Washington and Baltimore. They're saying there's going to be wind gusts of 60 to 70 miles per hour. Wow. That don't sound fun. Not yeah, at all. I just want, I want to go to the fight tomorrow here in New York. Uh, Deontay Wilder's fighting uh, Ortiz tomorrow. I want to go to that. I'm sure it's still happening. It's just going to be a nasty ride to Brooklyn. I want to go see my therapist today. I got a ther- 3 o'clock therapist appointment. I don't know if that's going to happen. You might have to push that one back. I hope it's not. It's probably still on. Yeah. All right. I, I could be a therapist. No. Stop the music. No, thank you. Stop, Our listeners music. can be your therapist. No, Stop the music. No, thank you. What's bothering you today, sir? Nothing today, actually. How are you feeling? I feel great today. I woke up this morning. I gave God, uh, you know, the, his thanks. You know, gratitude is always my attitude. I feel good today. Well, that means something bad's about to happen. That is not true. My life is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about y'all. Well, that's, Listen, my life is amazing. Well, that's $1,000. Right. You send me a $1,000 okay. bill when that's your therapy session. Shut up. All right. Well, what else are we talking about on front page news? Well, let's talk about Donald Trump. He is talking about some new tariffs on aluminum. Here's the announcement. We'll be in, imposing tariffs on steel imports and tariffs on aluminum imports and you're going to see a lot of good things happen. You're going to see expansions of the companies. When it comes to a time when our country can't make aluminum and steel, and somebody said it before, and I will tell you, you almost don't have much of a country. Well, this could make the cost of everyday things potentially go up, like beer cans, baseball bats, and other things like that, just ordinary items that are produced with aluminum, which means, and, and as history has shown you, those prices, those costs will be passed on to the consumer. Who messes with aluminum, man? <laughs> you know what it is? He saw Black Panther, and he can't touch vibranium because it's not real, so he wants to touch something that sounds close to it. Now, the Beer Institute said that 10% of the aluminum tariff would result in the loss of about 20,000 jobs at bars, breweries, Mm-mm-mm. and every town. Aluminum ain't been bothering nobody our whole life. Ain't nobody been thinking about aluminum. You got aluminum batch, you got aluminum cans, you got aluminum foil. Nobody been thinking about it. Why is he touching the aluminum? Another question is how will other countries retaliate, especially China, and they're saying that they could put their own tariffs on American products. And uh, the United States is one of the world's top producers of soybeans, and the top client is China. So perhaps they're going to put a 25% tariff on that. It could cause all kinds of issues as far as trade. Aluminum foil is one of those things that we take for granted, man. I guarantee you right now you walk into your house, you may have Tupperware and all that stuff, but you still got something wrapped in some aluminum foil. Absolutely. People take aluminum foil for granted. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or if you just want to call us up and tell them why you're blessed, hit us up. I'm happy. Breakfast Club. uh, Good morning. But. No, I was going to say I'm happy for Khaled, too, because Khaled be putting out some records and people just be playing them just to play them because it's Khaled. He earned this one. That record's dope. Yeah, he earned every spin he's going to get on the hour, every hour, for the rest of the day <laughs> from iHeartRadio. All right, okay. all right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, yeah it's iPhone Sim. What's good, man? iPhone Sim. What's poppin', man? Happy you, Friday. You enjoying the weather? Nah, man, you know I'm driving in this room right now. It's crazy on the 495. Yeah, anyway, I almost slid off the road a couple times this morning. I can't. Hmm? I'm mad as heck that I still didn't get my um my federal return, man. I don't know what's going on with the IRS, bro. They bugging, man. Oh, you still didn't get your taxes back? I didn't do my taxes yet. I got the state. I didn't get the federal. Okay, well, be patient, sir. Right. It's coming. God, God don't want... God. At least you don't owe money. That's true. One more thing, one more thing, one more thing. We can't forget, because yesterday I heard somebody say that we can't forget that Nicki Minaj got body. Please don't forget that we caught Mr. C with a man. <laughs> man, so shut up, man. Goodbye, iPhone, shut man. Up. You so petty. That's why your taxes ain't come yet, because you being petty. <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's your boy D from the Bronx. D, what's up, man? Why you so aggressive this morning, man? I'm 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 blessed. Don't get it twisted. I'm blessed, but I'm calling because I'm mad at Charlemagne. Get in line, but go ahead. And that's my and that's my guy. You know, but I'm mad at you because you keep on violating Monique, my man. That got to stop. She's one of the greatest actress, one of the greatest black actress, one of the greatest comedians. You know, this this lady work speaks for herself. How do I violate her? I haven't I haven't disrespected her because because what you did. I'm gonna I'm explain to you what you did was when I first saw it on World Star, I was like, oh, I don't know what Monique talking about. But then when you addressed it as Dunkey of the Day, I wait for Dunkey of the Day every day. So when you addressed it, that already painted the picture for it in a negative way. So I already was putting my nose against it. And not to mention, she's my um, my wife's mom's, like, close friend. She always gives the family tickets to come see her. You know what I mean? And that goes to Angela Lee, which she was trying to... Angela Lee? Excuse me. What she was trying to, you know, what she was trying to say is she don't get along with people, this, that, that, and the third. She's a beautiful person, a great person. She brings gifts and everything. She might have issues, yeah, but I don't think that y'all should discredit her. And that and that um, movement, that movement, the, the female movement and the all-black movement, it, it could be powerful <laughs> if we do something about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you talk, you're talking about like Time's that. Up and Me Too, but listen, this is what you need to do. She's got a show at the Apollo in May. Instead of getting free tickets from her, you should buy some. I don't ask for, I don't, we don't ask for free tickets. Well, you should we go buy some. No, no, listen, you should go buy some. You should support her because right. if she actually had people supporting her, she wouldn't be in the position that she's in now. Right, that's a fact. So but go support her. Go buy tickets for her comedy show and yeah. I think it's Mother's Day at the Apollo. Go buy tickets no right now. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. But on Netflix, they don't even promote her. Like, they promote everybody else. But she's not... Well, she, she has a special on she Netflix, special, but it's an old special from a jail cell. But are you going to go buy yeah. tickets? Are you going to go buy tickets for her comedy show? He said no. His family gets it for free. That's not... But we can't do that. We got to support her. Support her the way that these other comedians who get in these big deals support her the way they get supported from get, their fan base. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. I hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jared out of Houston. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. First of all, I love all y'all. Watch Charlamagne. He, I feel like he don't give no credit to, to him being from the South to Southern rappers. What? what? I don't give credit to Southern rappers? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. true at you knew, all. You knew here, huh? Like, like, Boosie, he just dropped his last album. That was a, a great album. I don't never hear you say nothing about him or, or you know, like, Zero. You don't listen to Zero or nothing like that? 
I love Zero from Houston. What are you talking about? I love I love Twenty One Savage. I love Kodak Black. I love the Migos. Like, what are you talking about? I hear you talk about them. I don't hear you talk about Boosie and, and, and uh, well, Zero. Well, he wants you to talk about every exactly. rapper that comes out from the South. I want you to say, well, say that you don't hear me talk about the rappers from the South that you like. But I love Boosie. Boosie comes up to the Breakfast Club all the time. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. All right. And, and another thing I want to say, oh, I know y'all be cracking on each other all the time. But uh, after that Monique stuff, I, I like the way uh, Angela Yee and uh, DJ Envy they had your back. I, I, I like that. You know, y'all be killing each other all the time, but they had your back, and that was real. I like that. All right, my brother. Thank you, bro. Appreciate Have a good one. you, man. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? It's Nottis, man. How you doing? Good. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, first, I was going to be mad at Charlamagne because he ain't giving Donkey of the Day to the right people. But since that DJ Cali track dropped, Man, I'm just inspired, man. <laughs> B, real talk, y'all talking about Jay Z? B killed that track. <laughs> B, yeah, B you know, killed it too. School, you know, old school where who go last is the hardest. You know what I'm saying? And B went last. <laughs> now she killed so, it too. B got busy. Yeah, man. But hey, you need to get Marl dunk the other day for that dumbass <laughs> he said yesterday. Nah. Well, thank you God for calling, bro. Him. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Mr. Barmaid out of Atlanta. I want to tell y'all why I'm blessed and tell y'all why I'm mad. Okay, go ahead, bro. Uh, first, I'm mad because I don't know if y'all aware, but the NRA, Delta is getting away from the NRA, taking away all the discounts from from NRA members with fly with Delta. And, you know, Delta is based out of Atlanta, so the Republicans in Georgia are trying to repeal the jet fuel tax to Delta, threatening them unless they reinstate all the all the discounts to the NRA, they're going to repeal the tax for Delta. So that means like millions of dollars that Delta is going to be losing just for standing for something in reference to this gun situation. So I think that's real jacked up, man. Well, our Lieutenant Governor, yeah, our Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle is spearheading that too. Well, everybody, everybody, everybody's drawing a line in the sand right now. People are picking sides and making choices. Yeah, once you take a stand, sometimes you got to sacrifice too. Yeah, absolutely, unfortunately, yeah. for the that's greater good. Yeah, that's whack. That's what it's all yeah, about. I'm blessed, yo. I'm also blessed, though, man. Charlemagne took that Bluetooth picture the other day. My bottle was in the background, and my notifications been lit for the last two days, brother. I appreciate that. Bro. Oh dope. yeah, I'm sitting there because when you said bombade, I'm like, why that sound like a drink? That's that. That's your lemonade. Just say right yes, here. Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. I don't even yes, know sir. you. I don't even know you, but I'm holding up your bottle right now. I don't even know where this came from. He sent it to us. Yo. Oh. All right. Well, thank you, bro. Yeah, Good I'm luck with it. From Atlanta. All yeah, right. Thank you, man, I appreciate that. Black owned. And y'all can follow me at Barmaid Vodka on Instagram. And I appreciate everything, y'all. I respect right, you selling that you, moonshine, you man. You should pop that, it open and try it. Nope. That lemonade you making in your backyard. No, I respect it. it. <laughs> Putting a little vodka in there, bottling it up, selling it. I like that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. You can hit us at any time. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, the Forbes list of hip-hop's wealthiest artists has come out. And guess who's number one on that list for the first time? All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Hey. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the Forbes list. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, hip-hop's wealthiest artist for the first time ever. Guess who is number one on the Forbes list of wealthiest hip-hop artists? It's either Jay, Dre, or uh, Diddy. 
All right. Well, it's a tie at number four between Drake and Eminem. Okay. They're both worth $100 million. That's one and a half white person. <laughs> Dr. Dre is number three on the list. Okay. <clears throat> he has an estimated net worth of $770 million. That's a big jump. Um, and number two is Diddy. Diddy is usually number one on this list. So he's still doing great because he has a net worth of $825 million. Number one on the list is Jay-Z. So congratulations to Jay-Z, who is number one. What did Jay do different uh, last year from this year to, to push him up to number one? The well, liquor. they said, yeah, it's the liquor, Duce. basically. Ducey and, and the Ace champagne. Of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Ace of Spades. So he bought a stake in that. And uh, the Ducey, also his stakes in Rock Nation, his title streaming service, all of those things have pushed him to $900 million. More kids to write off on taxes. Yeah, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got a couple twins to write off on the taxes now, along with Blue. You know? mm-hmm. And as far as Diddy, uh, this the trends in vodka and cable TV have kind of been a little shaky. Well, but with, with cable TV, what do you mean? Revolt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Revolt, revolt's <laughs> been shaky? Revolt's been a little shaky. Who said that? Uh, that is according to Forbes. Oh, wow. How they, dare they? They said the liquor too? Well, the vodka, but actually, Ciroc? the tequila is doing really well. Tequila, but I can't believe the tequila is doing better than the Rock. By the way, I like the tequila, but I like I the Delion. No, I, 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 I don't believe it's doing better. That's growing, and I'm sure it's growing in a good Maybe Ciroc is coming down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, some, and also when things go up as much as Ciroc did at a certain point, you know, likely they level That's off. All I see in the club is Ciroc. Me too. And I see Ciroc everywhere. I'm talking about even when I go in hotels, you be in hotel bars Lobbies, and you yeah. see Ciroc. Mm-hmm. All right, but I guess DeLeon is doing really well and growing for him as well. So that's been really good. I mean, I like DeLeon. $825 million is still incredible, hey, guys. Don't you, at Combs Enterprises, don't you ever be afraid to send a bottle of DeLeon up here for Uncle Charlotte, okay? They usually do. They usually send it. It should be a couple bottles by there. I got one. Yeah, okay. they actually just sent me one too because I had never stole tried. My Definitely probably took your daily Somebody on. Somebody stole my goddamn All right. <laughs> my name was on that bottle. How dare they? Your name was on that bottle? Yeah. Oh, no, here you go. Oh, no, there you go. Look at you, accusing people of stealing. That's the problem. Hey, man, that's what happens when you work at a black radio station <laughs> in a shaky black cable company like Revolt. <laughs> shaky black cable company. <laughs> All right, Donald Glover. He's been making the rounds. Did y'all watch Atlanta last night? I did watch Atlanta I last night. Yeah. Yes, I'm excited that Atlanta is back. It feels like it's been forever for some reason. It was cool. It's like a dramedy, but it wasn't really a lot of comedy until the second half of the show, but it was cool last night. All right, well, Donald Glover was on the late show with Stephen Colbert and here's what he had to say uh, as far as being a rapper is sometimes awkward. Being a rapper is super awkward because you're in a video and you got like, you know, champagne and butts close to your face (laughs) and and you're like, yeah, and then you have to go to Whole Foods and then person's like, hey, you're that dude. And you're like, please, I just want to buy this ice cream. But they're like, yo, you got to be you right now, so let's take this picture. And you're like, all right, then you op- you have to be that wrestler face. I don't like when they go on those white shows and paint stereotypical pictures of our culture. Like, that's a very stereotypical description of a rapper. Like, he sounds like he hasn't watched a music video since the early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, and I don't look at Childish Gambino as being yeah, man. a rapper with butts in the Definitely not and that type of rapper. I mean, and, and that's one aspect of, of rap, but that's a very early 2000s description of a rapper. Like, these guys aren't moving like that nowadays. But but some like, of them still are, but... I mean, but the majority big, of them not. Like Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Chance, like nope. they're not the big butt champagne guys in the videos. <laughs> like, All right, well, very he, stereotypical. He also, in this interview, if you have a chance to check it out, talks about growing up Jehovah's Witness. Me and too. Why he dis- we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> and why he also decided not to play the rapper in the show at Atlanta. He said it would have been whack to him. Uh, he said, I don't think anybody wants to see a show about making it. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your and rumor report. I also want to put out there that uh, last night on Atlanta, they had a character called Florida Man. 
Because yeah. like your Uncle Charlotte always tells you, the craziest people in all of America mm. come from the Bronx and in all of Florida. Florida, okay. Florida man okay. shoots unarmed teenagers. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, when we come back, Nori will be joining us. It's a new show. It's also on a Nor'easter. So we'll kick it with Nori. And let's start it right off with this new joint. We're going to play top of the hour and get on DJ Khaled's new joint. Khaled record? Featuring Jay-Z, Beyonce, Future, Top Off. Now, the, the beat and the hook sound very dated, but Jay-Z and Beyonce sound very fresh. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. That was that new DJ Khaled featuring Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Future. Now we got a special guest in the building. Yes, right. sir. Right. From the show On the Run East. From the hit complex yeah. series uh, On the Run East. On the Run East. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. I want to big up all my followers this morning because um technically it was supposed to come out to eleven, and I think Complex leaked it early. Really? And and they they hitting me and they hitting every like food show out there mm-hmm. uh, like person and they're like it's over. Nori took your job. And I'm like yo, stop being mean to my fans. But you know uh, it was something crazy because like almost three years ago I came up here, mm-hmm. and I sat down with you guys and I said you know I had this amazing idea that of me doing a food show. And when the interview had actually came out, that part of the I think it was t- was taken out, or yes, maybe sir. we left it yeah, in. We it and Charlemagne said, "Yo, you know what? I'm gonna I want to help you sell that show." Mm-hmm. And you know, we're here today to say that that show has Can't you know hey. it's came through. Eight episodes. episodes. You can watch all eight episodes um, right now. It, it was dope for us because you know. Um, like I said, it was just something that me and Charlemagne. I said I said it on here. Charlemagne assisted me. Uh, we, uh, we reached out to a dude, Doug Banker. Doug Banker hit Eli. What up, Doug? Uh, um, yep, big yep. up to Doug and Eli. Eli. We told Doug about the idea. Yep. They was like, okay, this sounds great. Right. If Nori yep. can get some people to commit to be that's, on that's, the show. I forgot, I forgot that. Yep. Nori went and did a video that was like two, three minutes long <laughs> right. with everybody in hip-hop. Right. Everybody who's not in hip-hop. All athletes saying how they would be on the show right that helped sell it yeah yep. actually so the mtv mtv mtv, MTV yep. 2 did the pilot yes yeah yep. yep. mm-hmm. and um for whatever happened uh they um, didn't see the vision they didn't see the vision or happened uh, sometimes uh, somebody yeah. i think somebody got a fight or moved or something or whatever it, it didn't mm-hmm. really matter mm-hmm. complex came in and they just was they they kept the budget the same and then not only that they just let me be who i wanted now, to be we shot it or no no we no, we, no um because all we shot it was originally the pilot. was the pilot, the pilot. Yeah. so when when we came you know we had we had the, the whole idea mapped out so when the complex finally came in um they just let me be who i wanted and i think the, the best thing about it is like you know today um I want everybody to know, like, you know, a lot of times you see me with the guys with me and, you know, things like that. But these guys are actually my co-stars this time. Mm-hmm. Like, you just the cast. Yeah. 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 So, so, so this is, this is, I'll let them introduce themselves. How you about that? You already know it's Young Really the G, a.k.a. I call the shots where I'm from, you heard? All right. Really yeah. getting a lot of <laughs> out here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to listen, 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 a lot listen, of money, listen. a lot of <laughs> Listen, he was just at, he was just he brought in New Year's at at, at Diddy's crib. Right, so right. He's, he's definitely winning. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to take my tickets. I had two tickets. He's like, yo, let me get. I'm like, you gotta relax. Yo, but my name is Ching Bing. You yep. know what I'm saying? I'm I'm thugged out. Thursdays yep. family. We yep. here. You already know. Yeah. Uh, Sunny D B T. Sunny the Azzy. Hey, the 
So for those that don't know, like, you know, I, I really actually, you know, studied food shows. Like, you know, I looked at Andrew, uh, what's his name? Andrew Zimmerman. Zimmerman. But from Bizarre Foods. And this guy, you know, he would eat anything. But he would do it with, like, somewhat class. So I also know that I don't eat pork. I also knew I wasn't going to eat pork. Um for the food show, but right. I needed to have somebody on there that ate pork. Who's better than the Puerto Rican, you know what I'm saying, from the Bronx, <laughs> named Ching Bing, you know what I'm saying, to come eat pork, you know what I'm saying? So, and I also I'm needed a, a young perspective yeah. because we're all, you know, yeah. we're all in our 40s. Yeah. I just turned 40 yeah. years old. Yeah. And, um, Make some noise for noise. And so we needed a young person's perspective, so that's where Young really came in. But I was glad that Complex, because I remember even, um, not, not well, it wasn't Complex, I was glad that Lionsgate at one point, Lionsgate was like, you know, this is not a thing that you got to bring your boys around. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wasn't going to eat pork. Mm -hmm. I knew I wasn't going to eat beef. I knew I wasn't going to go swimming on 54th Street and Lexington mm -hmm. Avenue. You know, <laughs> my man Sonny swam in the wishing well. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, there's a little, a little ass pile. And he went, because he hit, hit the halal sauce. Yeah, you know the halal sauce? He used the wrong sauce. Right. Very he was supposed to set up Sean Evans, right? Right, Sean, Sean Evans, Evans from Hot Ones. The, the, the hot sauce was for Sean Evans first. He, so he got up. the wrong one. He grabbed the wrong train. The one he got had all the hot sauce, because you know he got the hot wings, and he tried mm. to get Nori, so we tried to get him. So he was so hot, he he, he, he jumped the rep. But my point is, my point is, like, you know, sometimes people thought that it was like bringing your friends along for the ride, but once they got the footage, me and the guy, we had this conversation. He was like, "Yo, you're actually a genius yeah. for knowing that." Like yeah. you, like, and I think that's that's the thing about being a good leader yeah. is sometimes you don't know the position to put a person. Right. And that's that's what makes you a good leader is to say, you know what? I know you. You're not gonna talk a lot if I put you over here. I know you. You're gonna you're gonna sweat too much if I put you over yeah. here. <laughs> so let me know where to put you in a certain position. And that's that's I, I felt like there's only two things in my whole career that um came out better than than what. I expected, and that's NRE album, mm -hmm. and that's on the run eating this food show, and mm -hmm. I kid you not. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the success of it. I'm talking about the actual product, right. like mm -hmm. the actual like you know. I want to big up to everybody from like you know go go ninety to Verizon, like mm -hmm. they really stepped their game up. And you know, mm -hmm. you know, we, we, we revolt. You know, revolt is like the homies. Like we don't you really have, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really have marketing meetings Probably. with revolt and things like that. It's yeah. like, what's up, homie? You coming around? You yeah. being out there? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. yeah. That's how it is yeah. with revolt. But complex, this was professional. No, yeah. not to this revolt. We we love them, but. <laughs> But, you know, it was very, 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 very professional. A lot of phone calls every lot, week. A lot of phone lot of calls. Phone calls like, they, and I want to say Nori was very adamant about bringing mm -hmm. his crew on. And right. He, and, they, and they were kind of against that. Like, right. I, he was like, no, I want my squad. I I, I'm not to. doing it if I don't got my squad. Right. Right. Nori makes sense, and it's love. very realistic, because I don't think I've ever seen Nori somewhere that didn't have a restaurant involved. Oh, this is very true. Like every this, time I see Nori and I see him like frequently, he's always at some restaurant somewhere. I, I remember my first time uh, having lunch with like you know outside of the hood, mm -hmm. and I remember a guy asked me. He says, "Do you eat pork?" And I goes, "No." So he sat there and he watched me order something that had pork in it, <laughs> and because it, it it wasn't labeled pork, it said something else. Like so, he sat there watched me. And I knew from that moment on, I said, I will never be, I, I will never be a fish out of water out of this again. Mm. So he watched me bite it. And then as soon as I took a bite, he said, yo, oh, by the way, you know, there's pork in there. Damn, and I said, damn. Did like, he didn't tell you beforehand? He did not tell me beforehand. So I was like, damn. I don't talk about, this is like 18 years old. So this is like the the, the bad Nori. This right. is like, what? Like, let so me go so get the hammer. So no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but I did think of that. I did think of that. Like, yeah, damn, yeah, my dude. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but from that moment on, 
you know, because sometimes a thing will, will, will say something else. Right. But it, it, it'll mean the, the same. You, you know what I'm saying? Know what you got to know what it yeah. is. So I, had I knew that 20 years later, like, if you think about it, N-O-R-E originally stands for Niggas on the Run mm-hmm. Eating. Correct. Mm-hmm. The food show is called On the Run Eating. N-O-R-E stood for a person on the run from the cops eating from the streets. Right. Sure. Right. 20 years yeah. later, I'm talking about being on the run eating. Look at God. Oh, yeah. that, is God. Yeah. That, is, that is a transition. That is a real transition. Like, it's eight episodes. Who you got on each episode? Eight episodes. Um, Man, actually, we got Amber Rose. Mm. Um, We got Ice-T. We got Big Boy from Outkast. We got CeeLo. Uh, Cito Green, we got uh, Benzino, we got Charlemagne, we got DJ Envy, Envy, we got um, Lumi D, uh, uh, Lumi D, we got Miss Info, we got Bun B, we got uh, Scott Storch, uh, Scott Storch, Eddie, 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 Eddie Wang, um, Eddie, Eddie Wang, yeah, uh, who else we got? We got, we got a whole. I know bunch. you guys went to the juice bar. Yep, yeah, we went to the juice bar. We, we went, we went all over, we went all over New York City. All right, we got more with the cast of On the Run, Eating Nori and Crew. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Nori is in the building. Charlemagne? Hey, what's the difference between on the run eating and drink champs? Well, on the run eating is actually thought out. It's a um, <laughs> it's, it's actually produced. It's actually yeah. produced. Yeah. Uh, it's which not. drink champs is not. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, yeah. we're just. I, I feel like that's what makes drink champs dope. Is yeah. like we're unprofessional. Like gotcha. we're like I just, I was just hating on y'all just now. Like the way y'all was setting up the cameras. You had somebody in the back talking. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready? Envy, uh, you ready? I'm like damn, we don't got that. Uh, and we be having monitors. They I, I don't even work. The monitors out there, like you know, like 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 yeah. nah, you know. This but it's 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 dope as opposed to um, com- uh, not complex but on the run eating. The difference of the shows was we that was thought out eight weeks in advance. Right, like we sat there, we said, "Yo, we're gonna do this." And I remember it was so crazy because um, another thing that I fought for was to go to Vegas as opposed to New Orleans. And when we went to Vegas, I see I got to see Prodigy's last show. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know all the things that we've been through and that, all right, of right, that. Right, right, right. And you know we made it right, and things was great. And and as he has got off the stage, I was going on the stage because um, Onyx had brought me out. Um, so I was going on the stage, and I got to see his. I got to give him a five for a laugh. What I'm, what I'm saying is. It, that came from the thought-out process as opposed to Drink Chance. We'll just say, oh, we'll go to uh, Vegas tomorrow, and that's it. Right. And we won't have no plan, you know what I'm saying? But that's what our no plans is our, is our plans. The, that's the difference between the shows is, like, I um, love them both. Uh, Drink Chance is my passion as well. But, um, you know, it's more freestyle. It's more of a me, EFN, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of the guys. Sonny would be there, Ching Bing. Uh, you know, Eddie the Ass would be yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, know I, I, I've uh-huh. seen you mm-hmm. in an awkward space. Okay. When? You, mm. Puff, Jada, Kiss, and Fabulous. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm into this. All right, now. <laughs> I'm, into this. I'm into this. I was ready. I, I, knew, I, thought, I thought Charlamagne was going. I thought, I thought I was ready for it from this side. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about no, that, that, that interview and, and all that awkwardness. No, okay. you didn't ask the question, right? Yeah, okay. Did you think might... Puffy sounded gay when he was talking to I think, Jada? I think Puff doesn't, I think he doesn't know how to play. No, pause. The pause game. I don't think yeah, he just. Yeah, I just yeah. think. He said that. I don't play I, the pause. I just pause. think. But you looking at him a couple times like, you can't say that. Yeah, because you know what it is? Alright, here, here's what happened. But no, right? at the same time, is it also so funny that you want him to keep going? Yes, because I know it's great content. Yeah. And so I asked you to d- blow out the candle on the cake. Yeah, right? listen. First off, <laughs> yeah, hey, we go all day. Yeah. I don't know which way to go. Listen, 
First off, I don't have to defend a grown man. He's a grown man. Right, he he can defend himself. He came here. I saw him come here. It was, it was funny. Uh, Fat Joe made jokes about him. But I just think he doesn't. And when he, the, the blow out the candle to get to that, that was for Groovy Lou. Groovy Lou was a Rastafarian. Yeah, if you yeah, know yeah. anything about a Rastafarian, they're the furthest things from that style, oh, that absolutely, lifestyle. Absolutely. So I, I definitely looked at him when he said blow out the candle. Whoa, whoa. But it was Groove. It was for Groove. And we all actually had a piece to do with that. So, going back to what he said, I just feel like what happened was I'm trying to be media, right? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, trying to be good yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, meaning, gotcha. I knew Jada and Fab was on a media run. Mm-hmm. So I said, what's going to be the difference between my interview from the Breakfast Club or my yeah, interview yeah, yeah. from with them from Sway, uh, Sway or whoever? Gotcha, gotcha. So I said, you know what? Black excellence. So I hit black excellence. Our guy did it. And I said black excellence. We've been saying this black love, but we got to show it. Got to really show black love. We got to show it. So that's the reason why, if you notice, he walks in and he's like, yo, what's good? Because... He thought I told them he was coming. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, but I yeah. didn't. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to surprise everybody. I'm trying to make good media. Gotcha. It went so I couldn't control, <laughs> <laughs> control it. You couldn't control the pause word. I knew I knew where I knew I knew it was I knew where it was gonna go. But the cartoons and all that, that that is hilarious. Now, when you see really, let me ask you a question. Hold, real well, quick though, mm-hmm. really. You said you was with Diddy on New Year's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You party with him. Yeah. Did you party with him or party party with him? <laughs> yeah. I <Is> party yeah. party. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. really, really. Let me tell you this, Puff, Puff, he's a good dude, man. He don't like for the party. He up all, he up the whole night. He going to sleep for half an hour, coming back out, he, telling the DJ turn the music on, change a, it. He's not, he's not what you guys are thinking. Bro, he's like, not what guys. He's, he's not what people. Nah, how he, he is. How people he, portraying to be. Look at Cassie, man. That's a beautiful woman. Man. That's a beautiful woman. Man, you man. can't be that way with that. Nobody you thinks know. Diddy's really gay. Yeah, but, no, 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 but no, 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 no. I don't think so. But it's but the joke is hot. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Hey, what, do, what do you think when 50 posted that? I, I thought it was hilarious, too. I liked it. I liked it because the thing about it is I can't laugh at people and then respect when it's time for, for me to be laughed at, right. for me to go in the corner and be and get... Word. Like, I know exactly who 50 is. I know exactly who he's going at. And I know exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And for us, I'm going to repost it. I'm going to, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to... Like, don't get me wrong. I hate people who don't, who don't understand that you're the butt of the joke when you're the butt of the joke. Yo. That's what I feel like Monique should have did up here. Like right. I felt like there's no disrespect to her, you know, all hey, love loves. If I would have seen <laughs> if I would have seen her on here, the Tony Rock, the way we, I would have just got Tony Rock, because Tony Rock is coming out on Drink Champs, it's a little crazy. Right. It's a little crazy. <laughs> but if I would have seen her here, I wouldn't have allowed her to go this way, but but it's um, too late now. But yeah, it's too late. But that's the thing is you got to know when you're the butt of the joke, joke right. and then joke and then joke about yeah, it because right. once once you say all right, cool, yeah, well, oh, yeah I'm that. Oh yeah, I'm, I see what you're saying. And then they, they can't do nothing. Especially after if you're that. a comedian, that, right. they can't do nothing. Out of that. Exactly. And that's 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 where I thought you know, leaning back to the puff thing. I think he knows. He's the butt of the joke, and he knows he's just not good. He's just not good. With yeah, he's it. running with it. He's he's running with it. He doesn't he doesn't care. Another I, crazy uh, uh-huh. text. I, I think we all got from um, uh-huh. Nori uh-huh. during the uh, Amada Lenegra Amada, Amada. interview. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, true. Yeah. It's yeah, very um, um, no, he, being. He said I'm Afro Latino. Yeah, I am. And they don't fuck with me neither. They don't. They, they don't. They now, don't. Now Who we, is we, try, we, we try to get it explained. The college people. Now, now tell us the about same it. people. College. I'm, when the I heard the interview, Cali. first off, college. Yeah, the same people. College. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. When I um, <laughs> first off, I think she's. I think once she accepts accepts it too, it's like it's like who cares? The thing about it is, 
I played for a football team, right? I know I'm going off subject, but it's, okay, it, it all relates. Mm-hmm. I used to play for a football team, right? I was 11 years old. You're supposed to be 12 years old to play for this football team. They wouldn't let me play. No, not one game. Not one game, right? They made it to the championship. By the time they made it to the championship, I had created my own football league. So they was short one player. They searched for me up and down. They, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. They could not find me. They had to forfeit the championship because that's who I am. If, I, if you're not going to let me play in your league, I'm going to go play in my own league. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it. And that's what I felt like with being, like, I, I'm. there's nothing you can take away from me. That I'm still Puerto Rican. That's who. That's my father, 100%. And, I'm, and I'm, I, I love being black as well. Mm-hmm. But some people will look at me as a half of Puerto Rican. Mm. Some people will say, well, you're a New York Puerto Rican. Or a Puerto Rican, but... You don't speak Spanish. Or you're one of those Puerto Ricans, but you're one of the Puerto Ricans that's the dark skin. You're from the Tego Cadarons. You know? You're from the, what's it called? Louisa. People don't understand. Puerto Ricans had slaves, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the fort that was in Puerto Rico, That's for, that was the fort was because they were fighting off the slave masters and things like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people push. When she said that, I felt her. Like, I was like, wow. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't. Because at first, you know, I'm seeing her through love and hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But I, when she said that, I was like, wow. Because I, I felt like that. Like, I, felt, I made Puerto Rican music, and I put my whole career on the line to show Puerto Ricans I'm Puerto Rican. And they didn't even play my record. Well, no, are you sure it's not all in your head? No. 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 I wish. I wish. I wish. I Because I ain't get the joke. Really, but, oh, they were uh, mad at him for saying that. Oh, for saying that. I asked her that based off. Oh. I asked her that based off things that I experienced in the industry being black. You know, you walk in a room and it's all white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, this it, is worse. This is worse it. because it's your your own people. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It, like it, yeah. it feels it feels some type of like I really really felt it. Like even right. talking just now, I felt like because. It, it, when it's come from your own people, mm-hmm. like that's the one thing you you should feel comfortable at. Right. Like when you come into a room, like I don't I don't I don't care as long you know we're we're the same people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you feel like racist from your own people, that's kinda it's kinda ill. All right, we got more with Nori. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Nori mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Nori's in the building. Yee. One of the things that Amara La Negra was talking about when she was up here was auditioning for roles mm-hmm. and being a darker yeah. complexion. Yeah, oh, me too. And oh, they me say, too. oh, she you said, could yeah. be a slave or you could well, be no, a... Well, no, that's not the reason they wanted you to be a thug. <laughs> well, Louis, Louis Guzman, <laughs> I remember so many roles I went I went to, um, and Louis Guzman will always get the roles. Like, I, I, I would go in and they'll give it to him all the time <laughs> because it's a Puerto Rican role. They're giving it to him. They don't... I'm like, this is, I'm really Puerto Rican. Like, look at my eyebrows. It's very interesting with you because ever since you came out as a rapper, I never thought you was anything but a Puerto Rican. This is what I'm trying to say. The whole time. You yep. repped it hard. That's, that's what I'm trying to say, but it's a, di- it's a different... Like, people look at Lat- Latins in a different way. Like, if you're from New York, they look at you as a New York Latin. Right. And, it's, yeah. and, it's so cra- and it's so crazy that some people that's from Latin America won't look at, look at you like that. Like, I remember my friend Big Mado, he's Dominican, and we went to Spain and we ordered food and he ordered in Spanish and the guy turned to looked at him and said, that's not Spanish, that's, that's street talk. Mm. Like, 
because to people in Spain, they're the real Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, when you yeah, speak yeah. in Dominican, broken, like they're looking at us like, that's slang. Don't talk to us like that. Like, they're better than us. Like, that, that actually goes on Ooh. in the Latin community. And it actually goes on in the black community, too. Because yes. I would deal with racism on, that's why I felt it. Because I would deal with, they'll call me, they'll call me uh, uh, a sp when I hang with the blacks, then I go with the, uh, the you know, the Spanish, they don't call me, what do they, they call? Yeah. What I, about I, Fab? Do you consider Fab Dominican? Fab's Afro-Latino, too. I feel like Fab is, is learning more and more. Fab is... He's learning more and more. <laughs> I feel like Fab is coming around. When I see Fab, I see a black man. See, yeah. I, 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 see Nori, I, I understand. I, thought, I see Nori as a black man. Right. I never thought that. I, I, I thought Paul was the black guy and Nori was the Spanish guy. That's that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. Weird. But you know what it is? We just got to learn about culture more and we got to, you know what I'm saying? Because I, th yes. I feel like Fab is coming around. I've met Fab's moms the other day. It was the dopest thing. I seen thing. Malibu, right? It was the dopest thing because they had the same smile. Like she put on a smile. She had the Fab smile. I was like, oh, <laughs> This is dope. Like, I was like, this is dope. I gave him a hug. You know, Fab's first time ever rhyming was with me. Mm -hmm. So for me to see him, you know, 20 years later, him to still be here, him to still be running. You know how many people I've seen come in and out of this right. game? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Tell that, that story real quick for people who right. may not know the story. Mm -hmm. How you, cause you say Fab was the first person to rhyme with you. Like, what does that mean? Right. Um, well, I was steaming hot. It was another guest who Clue had, who was supposed to have come up. Me and Clue was very tight at the time. So Clue just hit me and said, yo, can you come up? So I was like around the corner. So I just came up. And then I remember me coming up and he's saying, yo. This is the radio station. This is where Clue has uh, Monday Night Mixtape. Right. On the show. And mm -hmm. I remember him saying, yo, I got my guy, Sport. His name wasn't even Fab. Fabulous yeah, Sport, right? Sport. It was, it was, it was it, I didn't even say Fab. He just said Fabulous Sport. He just said, I got this guy, Sport. Would you let him rhyme? And I was like, all right, cool. You know, because I was just, so I went to, and he got his deal from there. Now, I didn't have everything to do with that, but. I could have said no. Yeah, because you was right. platinum, double I platinum. I could have, I could have said no to Clue. Period. I could have said I, I'm not coming up. But I was just happening to be there, and, I, mm -hmm. and Clue was my man. So I was like, all right, cool, I'll come up. And I wasn't supposed to rhyme either. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but you know, Fab made a whole career out of that, and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that moment. You always been that way though, Nori. Like you, yeah. know, you never was afraid to share the spotlight with people. Didn't you do that with Wayne too? My mistake. Wayne was, um, the I was the first New York artist to work with. With Wayne, I was the first New York artist to work with Cash Money, money. Period. Yeah. But Jay, Jay beat me to the punch with her. Huh? The Juvie Joint. It was yeah. The Juvie yeah, Joint. Right. But I actually, my records were recorded prior to that. I was the first work, a first person to work with um, uh, Pharrell. Like I mean, he had worked with other yeah, people yeah. prior to that. People didn't want to put him in a video. People told him his ch his choker was too tight. People yeah. told him. I remember I, Daddy Yankee. You know, one of the. Uh, Got one of the biggest uh, records in, in the world right now. I remember me taking Daddy Yankee personally to Dame Dash and saying, "Sign this guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's bigger than me. Like, like I can't sign him. Like, I remember taking Pharrell to Jay. I remember taking Pharrell to Nas and saying, "Sign this guy," because I knew certain people were bigger than me. Wow. You know what else? I remember in 2010, I'm sitting at home in my mom's house. Uh -huh. I, I was on my fourth firing. Mm -hmm. It was before Breakfast Club and everything. And Dory mm -hmm. tweeted out, "I always see talent before it goes." Um, I want Charlamagne to host my mixtape. Mm. Wow. Super Thug mixtape. Wow. It, it never came out though. Wow. But I sent you but all the drops and everything. It. I sent you yes. all the drops and everything. Yes. I, yeah. um, I forget. I don't I forget. know. That's so but much I sent you all the drops and everything, and I always thought that was interesting because I didn't even know Nori. I never what? had met Nori or nothing. Yep. Yep. And he said that on Twitter, and I sent him the drops. And I wasn't I, even. This was before Breakfast Club. Listen, man, I'm hip hop's. Um, <laughs> what are you, Nostradamus, man? I'm hip hop. Now we're 28. And I tell you, I tell you one thing that Nas gave me. 
Nas one day said, we was just randomly just talking, and Nas said, one day they'll pay you for your conversation. <laughs> or they'll pay us for our conversation. I didn't know what he was talking about. And I want I want to give this, you know, before we get out, out of here, because so many people... That? No, he just his own interviews. Before I get yeah. up out of here. Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> nah, because I just want people to know that it's okay to reinvent yourself. So many people think that this is how it worked for five years, so I'm going to keep it this way. And so many people lose so much out of their life. Absolutely. They lose so much out of their life because they don't want to take a risk because you as the man here... It's cool to step outside the box and try something else. And listen, people, as many times you see me win, you have no many times how many times I failed. You know what I'm saying? So people just see the end product and they sit back and they are hearing how people are saying, man, he put his friends on. You know what I'm saying? He got his dude. These dudes, these dudes waited around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to put people in jobs. You know what I'm saying? They right. stayed loyal to me for a long time. I didn't know how to create opportunity within the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So I want people to know that it's not easy, but it, it can be done. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It can right. be done. Drink Champs it supplies six to seven to eight jobs. On the Run Eating has supplied like maybe 80 jobs from 80 different people who have got checks. And it, it ain't easy, but it can be done. There it can be done. Right. Stay loyal to your friends. Let your friends stay loyal to you. To you. Uh, make sure you use them in a proper way. It ain't always going to be pretty. It ain't always going to be nice, but you know what I mean? It can happen, man. We, we are living testament. We got On The Run eating right now. We got four friends that have been now. together. Right you know, you been go. cool, and it's out now. Again, thank you, Breakfast Club. I don't also want to say this before I get up out of here. A lot of my media career started right here. Mm. Like, I would just be bored. Say, I'm going to come see these guys. And y'all would just give me the platform. Yeah. Every Easter. Yeah. That's, That's just, too many people we do that for. Yeah, yeah. We do I, that for I mean, it, was, it was at one point, it was like every four, four or five months. Like, yep. I would, uh, y'all would just let me come up. <laughs> and the, the media idea for for the new millennium started. Like, Angie Martinez was the first person to put me on the radio, though. But the the real thing started from here, from y'all guys opening the door and, you know, me and Fat Joe battling on who got the best interview and, you know what I'm saying, if Joe would come up here, I'd be like, wait, let me get, wait my little three months and I'm going to come back and we would battle, like, like you know, in our mind. So I want to say thank y'all for giving me this platform. Then thank y'all because uh, the food show idea birthed here as well. So, Word. yo, good looking, man. Right here, right Check it out right now yes. on Complex and it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Woo. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hello. Hello. Good morning. What's happening? It's Friday. Act like you're happy to be here. Good morning. It's Freaky 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 Friday. It is Freaky 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 Friday. Speaking of freaky. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Safari. Listen. (laughs) All the guys. The rumor report. Shout out to my guy Rock718 on Twitter. When this whole Safari penis picture leaked, he put on Twitter, I bet you Charlamagne and Envy going to end up talking about this more than Angela even talks about hey, it. Hey, man, we really milking the hell out of Safari's penis. <laughs> Whoa. Yo. All right. What you milking? <laughs> that visual of we, you sitting there milking okay. his penis. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. Oh, my. And gals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Safari talked to TMZ, and a lot of people were speculating that what kept Nicki Minaj and Safari together for so long was... The penis pulled it all together. Well, here's what he had to say about his anaconda. Funny thing is, she used to always say to me that if you didn't have that thing, I would have been left with. She would be cracking up laughing when she said it to me. 
I'm All not right. gonna lie, man. I've been hearing about safari penis too much, yo. Y'all, you have to hear the behind the scenes You've been talking about it too much. I have not been talking about you it. You came in here talking about it, sounding like a hater this morning. Yeah, this oh, I heard people saying it wasn't all that. <laughs> that is not you what did I say. You <laughs> did say it. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna talk about this next time. <laughs> I'm gonna clear my name. You gonna talk about some more? Yes. It sounds like you're mad jealous. I'm not gonna lie. We're gonna talk about this next time. They don't even think it was all that. Okay, continue with your room report. We're gonna talk about this. Safari also came on the KC crew. Not like that. <laughs> K-1-C. Come on, come wow, on now, wow. come on now. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Angela. Yeah, come wow. on now, you. Like you played that. too much. You came <laughs> all over you and your wife no. and the kids. No, God, damn. He was on the KC. You took it too far. Shady. You said the crew. Watch your mouth. <laughs> you he was Watch on the KC Crew podcast. Go ahead, you. Continue. Watch your powerful mouth. <laughs> you guys played too much, man. You played too much. All right. Well, amongst the things that Safari talked about was. <sighs> You know, being with Nicki Minaj and perhaps feeling a little brainwashed. With me and her, we rolled into it together. So it was almost like I ended up being trained to be that kind of person. Because in the beginning, it's like, I right, little Wayne want to holler at you? I can't give you what he can give you, so I'm just going to I'm gonna support. You know what I'm saying? And I just was doing that for so long that it was like programmed in my head to be like You're almost a, brainwashed for the situation. I didn't want to say that word, right. but it's that's really exactly what happened. Yeah. Drop on the clues bombs for Nicki Minaj. Sometimes you gotta keep your foot on oh, these Negroes next. I don't have it. any problem with that whatsoever. All right? Your wife don't got her foot on your neck? To a to a, a point. Okay. Uh, now I bet you won't get talk, let me see. I, mean, I bet you won't have that same energy later today. No, to a when point. When you're talking to, to her. Not, what not, do you mean like, to a point? Like for instance, Wayne was hollering at Nikki and Safari sitting in the corner. You know, Drake was hollering at Nikki, Safari sitting in the corner. We, it's not like that. Yeah, she has a foot on my neck, but I saw there's Gia, no sitting in the corner. I'm not going to lie, I did see Gia like in a lot of Safari's pictures. Did she? Um, all right, so next you know, why up. Your voice tremble. Why <laughs> your voice tremble? You know why your voice tremble? Did she? I did, you know I did. Did she? Why you put the auto-tune right, on your voice? <laughs> in addition to this, uh, Safari talked about perks of being with Nikki. What were the perks that made it worth it during the time? The perks isn't really what made it worth it. it. It just was like I all I saw was was her and excelling, and it made me feel good to know where we came from, and then to see it turning out to what it came to, it just made me say like, "Yo, I want to keep on pushing and pushing and pushing," and I didn't even care about saying, "Yeah, I want to be in the forefront." I just wanted to be supportive and be there, but at the same time, just wanted to be respected too, you know. And he also discusses a fight that they got into, and this sounds a little weird. The fights and stuff, it just was it just was getting too crazy. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm backing up. What were you fighting about? It was one time it was something. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I left and then came back and then I must have missed something that had happened. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she wanted me to get, like, a bag for her. But it's just... The way it was said, I just was like, yo, you, you can't keep talking to me like that. And just, I'm, I'm not going to go get it. Get the goddamn bag, Safari. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? You can't get your woman's bag. Drop one of clues bombs from Nicki Minaj. You're not just going to say, go get my damn bag. Hey, Caribbean woman, man. You know what it is when you're dating a Caribbean woman. And can, I, can I, please get the bag? I have to say, if they were arguing over other things, he's probably just trying to be stubborn. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. it. Depends how she asked. He didn't say, can you please go get the bag? Go get the damn bag. I ain't getting the bag. Hey, she's a Caribbean woman. You know what it is when you're dating a Caribbean woman. It's going to be a fist fighter too and you're going to be on the receiving end of those fists. It All is right. what and, it is. And then Envy talked about his own experiences with Safari and him actually Pause. Like, you got to clear that up. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're being way too picky right way now. Way too Touchy. picky. Yeah. Way too sensitive. Way too sensitive. Relax. Yeah. Just loosen it up. See? <laughs> he played too much, man. <laughs> Here's what he had to say about witnessing abuse. Well, sometimes Safari couldn't leave the crib. 
Get out right of or wrong. Stop it. I, I swear. Like stop it. Look. Can you tell him to stop exaggerating? No, no, no. Look. I'm gonna be real. This, uh, this time when I got to LA and I'm like, yo, let's go out. He'd be like, let me see if I can run to the store right fast. This, I, I swear <laughs> on everything. Yo, this guy has good memory, yo. <laughs> but it's because she was sheltered. Right. So it's like she's, you know, in her cocoon and it's like I'm there with her and I'm just like, it is what it is. I didn't really have a life outside of that. I don't see the problem. Like, when you're in a relationship and you committed to somebody, you're not leaving the house after a certain time. You could go out. He couldn't. He could not go out. He had to ask permission. Can so I? do I. Oh. <laughs> what do you You do, too? I don't know why you acting like you don't. But I got more leniency. If I say, babe, I'm, I'm running to the store, she's going to like, okay. Mm, all right. I you can't run to the store if you got to go to the store? It depends. <laughs> it depends on what? It's <laughs> what the store is. Okay. I'm going to tell you something else, too. Uh, I'm happy that the Casey crew getting all of these, these posts from this interview. But that was a terrible move on Safari Park, and I'm going to tell you why. What? You put your meat out. Ladies and gay men love it. Stock goes through the roof. You put out a record, honey. It was 31 on iTunes. You finally had people talking about Safari, establishing your own identity, and you're in the week, you know, uh, putting your name next to Nikki's again. I would have stayed away from that. Well, he's always going to be connected to Nikki. He's not going to do about it. this week, right, he kind of distanced himself. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your report. It was like report. a penis between them that distanced himself. Penis, yeah, he, it was a distance But you said them. it was a small penis between them. Okay. I'm no, having right. this conversation. Oh, okay. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Yes. No problem. Charlemagne. Yes. Who who you want to take your donkey? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> who am I giving my donkey to? Yes. Another yes. safari okay. story. Uh, a, a couple in a, a, in Arizona. All right. I want this couple in Arizona to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them because they like to take things, but they don't know when to leave. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey shots. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Let's go, Charlie. <laughs> Was that Tyrese? Was that Tyrese screaming? <laughs> okay. Donkey today for Friday, March 2nd, goes to two individuals from Phoenix, Arizona. Salute to everyone who listens to us on uh, 100.1 The Beat in Phoenix, Arizona. Drop on the clues bombs for Phoenix, damn it. Okay. Now, these two individuals' names are Marin Al Abadi and Salma Horaya. I know that I probably oh mispronounced both of those, but let's hear if I did. Salma Horaya and Marwan Al Abadi. I was close. Salmon Aria, Marin Albody. Good job. Okay. Uh, these two individuals made the news for all the wrong reasons uh, for themselves, but all the right reasons for my donkey of the day. See, Marwin and Salma were shoplifting suspects. In fact, police officers were called to a gas station for possible shoplifting. And when authorities arrived, both of these individuals took off running. Now, before I tell you why they are receiving donkey of the day, I have questions. Number one, if you were in a gas station shoplifting and the gas station attendant has time to call the police and you still there when the police arrive you've been in there shoplifting way too long i would consider myself an avid shoplifter uh, it's something that i just stopped doing mm, up until maybe 2016 i was definitely stealing magazines What's out of gas stations Okay, well, let me rephrase. Not necessarily stealing the magazine, you know, and hiding it on my person, but more like pick it up in the store, flip through it, see an interesting article, and decide, you know, I want to finish this later, so I would just walk out with it. Same thing with candy, gum. It's not stealing if you don't hide it, okay? When I was a kid, it was a Scotchman convenience store. Y'all know anything about Scotchman? Y'all no. know nothing about Scotchman. Uh-huh. I'm from the country, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Drop on the clues bomb from Monk's Corner, damn it. Uh, we had Scotchman's. 
All right, in my mind, that was my story. It was at the end of uh, Old Whitesville Road in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. That was our road. So in my mind, that was my story, okay? I would walk in, grab a 12-pack of Heineken, Corona, Michelob, Bud Ice, and just, just walk out. I would walk in, you know, when I used to smoke weed, grab a box of Tampa Tampa Bay Nuggets for Dutch Masters, White Owls, just walk out, walk in, walk out, Tampa. you know? It wasn't shoplifting if you don't hide it, okay? Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to hide it, but it was still shoplifting. I'm just, I'm only telling you these stories to let you know I was an average shoplifter. And when I did shoplift, I was in and out, okay? You can't window shoplift. You got to know what you want, get in, grab it, bounce. So the fact that Marwin and Salma had to run when cops came, let me know they was in this convenience store too long. Well, Marwin and Salma took off running when the police came. And when they... Well, where they ended up after they took off running is exactly why they are receiving donkey of the day. Let's go to ABC 15 Arizona for the report. A wild chase that comes to an end in a very unexpected way. Two suspected crooks trying to dodge police end up making a really, really wrong turn. Tonight, that pair is facing felony charges. They were on the run from officers trying to find a place to hide and even passed right by this sign over the front door before hopping the gate into this precinct. A little over a week ago, Peoria police were on the hunt for two shoplifters who stole from this plaza near Lake Pleasant Parkway and Happy Valley Road. An officer spotting the car in question at a nearby Circle K. A man and woman booking it on foot, running right to a building that happens to be a clearly marked police station. The duo then deciding to jump over a gate into a secured courtyard and parking lot. Just so happens that we actually had some extra officers up there that were in training that day. They were on dinner break at the time and all they had to do was go outside. They were quickly able to go out and uh, apprehend the male. The female decided she was going to try to hide under a bench like we wouldn't find her. 29-year-old Salma Haria and 28-year-old Marwan Alibadi were put in handcuffs, literally steps from a holding cell. <sighs> Marwan and Salma ran out of the gas station and right into a police station. Mm-mm-mm. There was a sign over the door that said Peora Police. A whole sign. Even if you didn't know what Peora was, you knew what police was. This is why I never agreed with that whole no child left behind act, okay? Because some of these kids need to be left behind. We're not doing kids no favors bringing them along if they're not ready to be brought along. And Marin and Salma are prime examples of that. Now, they both face charges of shoplifting, trespassing in a critical public safety building, and drug charges. It wasn't immediately known if either is represented by a lawyer, but I doubt it. Okay, this one has public defender written all over it. You know, when you're getting read your rights and they say you have the right to an attorney, if you cannot afford an attorney, one will be appointed to you. Yeah, they wrote that for petty thieves like these who can't read. Please give Marin Al a body and Salma Horrid the sweet sounds of the Hamilton please. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. That's right, Nangeline. I ain't forget about you from Rumor Report, okay? We're going to talk what? about What you mean? This. You want to talk about Safari's penis Because she says that I won't stop talking about you Safari's won't. penis. That is a Every goddamn you lie. You came in this morning. I, you... well, hold on, hold on. Let me get the theme music. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's... No. I, I can't do it when no. we talk about Safari's no. penis. Freaky, freaky, freaky no. Friday. As a matter of fact, this is, this is all about the women, and I'm going to tell you why this is all about the women. Why? Uh, we have our one of our producers here, Taylor. Come here, Taylor. Grab a microphone. I turn the mic on. All right. And uh, a new intern. Frank, what's her name again? I can't remember. Huh? Lynn. Lynn, I'm sorry. I knew that. No, I didn't. Lynn, come here, Lynn. Lynn, get uh, you food every morning. I love you know Lynn. I do. I do. Lynn, I'm, 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 I'm nice, Lynn. I, Lynn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I listen <laughs> to that confidently. She sounded that. like she was abused. These, <laughs> these two, along with 
Angela Yee and other women here in this building mm-hmm. will not stop talking about Safari's penis. Taylor, go. Oh, now, Charlemagne. No, don't put Charlemagne in. I came in this morning. <laughs> I was not talking about that at all. You were the one. I had a conversation, and yesterday we were talking about Safari's penis. No, I did not say that. Yes, you did. Taylor, go ahead. Please, help your Uncle Charlemagne. I was saying, I don't know why everyone's so hype over Safari's penis, because to me... It's average at best. Like, I have seen at bigger. At best. At best. Like, it's, it's cool. Not that big. Like, it's. There go Lynn. Talk to him, Lynn. It's not Where you that from, Lynn? Charlamagne, did you coach these young ladies? No, no I didn't. Go ahead, Lynn. Tell it's them what to say. B- it's not that big. Like, it's not that average size for It wasn't erect, though. I'm not saying it was a good size. I'm saying it was a good size. I'm saying it was a good. Yes. Stand down, Envy. All right, now. So, how many penises have you guys seen? No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. I'm saying. So Charlamagne, what's I'm, the question? I'm not asking these women questions about Safari's <laughs> penis. Sorry. Hey, I'm over it. What was your I take just, on this Honestly, discussion? I want to know how many ladies really think it was all that hype. Because we're making it seem like it was like so an air freshener. They was just saying know. that it was overhyped. So I'm just yeah. I'm just I'm opening the phone lines okay. to the ladies. Let the ladies have the conversation. 585-1051. Men, men can call. Yeah, you call. Yeah, if you're a gay man and you like penis, No, a straight man can call if he wants it. <laughs> I ain't seen the pictures, so I don't know. All you know right, but saying? a straight man could call. And I don't, I don't have seen the pictures. I'm just telling you, my penis is seven inches, three fourths, eight when it's warm out, two and a half inches of girth. <laughs> but nobody cares. But eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. These, I'm. They're talking about Safari's but penis. Taylor and Lynn, Taylor don't walk off Lynn, like that. Don't going? leave this to Envy. Come in. What's wrong with you? He also was not erect. It was hanging down. It wasn't sticking up. So Go ahead, you know, Take this people, away. Some people are growing. So what's the question? So tell them the question. Tell them what to do you. I don't know. You were the Charlemagne's the one oh, that wanted to Lord bring this up. Charlemagne wants to know. <laughs> Stop. Is, no, this is, is not his me. penis overhyped? Oh, right? my That's God. what Charlemagne wants to know. <laughs> Ladies, call us up right now. You got nothing to do with me. 800 585 Charlemagne says Safari's penis ain't all that. Do you agree with him? That's oh, right. Lord Charlemagne thinks <laughs> Safari Why? penis is average. That is not what I said. <laughs> Charlemagne said he needs more things. He did not say that. He, didn't say that. Exactly. he was actually upset with me and his assistant. Oh, so you think it's big? Because I'm in there trying to work yesterday, and they're having this conversation. <laughs> like, I'm not even sitting here. I'm like, can y'all take this somewhere else, please? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. That was Drake with God's Plan. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, I came to work on this Nor'easter. It's a Friday. I was happy. I'm excited. And I come in here, I talk to Charlamagne, and the first thing out of his mouth is Safari's penis. That is not true. That is a goddamn lie. It was the first thing in his mouth. <laughs> that is a lie. First of all, I was in here yesterday, and I overheard the young ladies here in the building, Taylor, one of our producers, Lynn, one of our interns, uh, my assistant, Paige, they was having a conversation about Safari's penis. Taylor, take it away. So I was saying, I don't know why everyone's so hyped because I've seen bigger. I'm not saying it's not a nice size. It's a nice size, but it's overhyped. Lynn, what do you think? People think like, I don't know, like... Talk to the mic, Lynn B. You see that every day, no. B. I do see it every... When I'm Whoa, okay. <laughs> this is too personal. I don't want to know I don't see it every what day, goes on. Like, people, like, make it seem like when they seen the picture, it was like an aerosol can or, like, something bigger than that. Like, that's really... A it was a whole safari challenge after that. Now, Safari just that's texted true. in, and he said, Charlamagne, can you please keep my penis out your mouth? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the thing, powerful mouth. No, the thing is this. The reaction from social media was so crazy... So when I heard that opposing opinion, I was like, wow, I wonder if other people feel that way. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Did you see Safari's penis pic? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> what did you think? I think I'm so happy that Taylor and Leah finally said what a lot of us think. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so you thought it was average. I mean, maybe I've been blessed to not encounter small ones, but <laughs> I've seen better. Okay. Wow. 
All right, well, thank, thank you. you. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's your name, mama? This is the only lady once again. Hey, the lonely lady. Uh, I'm sure you've seen Safari's so penis if you're lonely. lonely. Oh, <laughs> Why did you say the lonely you lady? You sound lonely. I ain't going to lie. Oh I thought you said lonely, too. I thought you said the lonely lady. Then you this probably called me and talked and about I penises. I was like, yeah, this is some lonely stuff here. <laughs> so what did you think of Safari's penis? The, the only place you can get penis and coffee in the morning is the breakfast club, for one. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> and we just choked on some f***ing coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I definitely do not think that's average. Black men are big, but I do not think that's average. Um, any woman taking that on a regular basis, she's a, a, a definitely a trooper. Um, <laughs> I do not suggest anybody and any woman that is getting something that big, they should visit my website so I can get them back tight and right. <laughs> okay, she can tighten you up. Okay. By the way, Taylor's only, how old are you, Taylor? 26. And Taylor's like, what, 5'2"? Mm-hmm. How much you weigh? One. I'm 5'1". And I weigh 138. Wow. Taking it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm uncomfortable. Hello, who's this? This is D from Jersey. Hey, D, we're talking Safari's penis. What we're are you doing? We're talking Safari's D, D. <laughs> he is absolutely not average. He is crazy big with the meanest right hook. Uh, he he has a nice hook. You're right, but Goodness he's not that gracious. great. Is the hook better than the hook on the new Khaled record? <laughs> I'm not a big hook person myself, but really, that no. Much but I, I will say, I mean, you got to imagine. Like he said, he wasn't even a wreck. So imagine what it's like if like he that's is. I mean, I like that's a lie hard. too. I feel, I feel like he's lying. It wasn't it because it wasn't sticking. But up. just because it's a wreck too doesn't does. mean that you know what a wreck means. Yes, I mean, I'm just saying it just because like pointing, standing attention. Like I mean, it could stand to the side, but I don't think it's going to make it. But it was hanging like, down. All right, can I ask you, ladies, something? Got ass on. What, what's the hook do? <laughs> Why do you want to know what the hook does? I want to know what the hook does. You know what? Like, Don't even like is that? No, I'm serious. I'm asking a question. It hits certain spots. It just feels good. For real? Yeah. That would seem weird because there ain't no hook in the vagina. Like, the vagina don't curve. <laughs> ain't no de- It's one road on the vagina. Well, ain't no, in your butt, huh? I'm just saying, ain't no detours in no the right vagina. No right turn. You know what? You can't get off the exit. 585 Again, we're talking so far as penis. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Khaled with Wild Thoughts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, I came into work. It's Friday. I'm in a good mood. Just got paid. And Charlamagne comes talking about Safari's penis. Man, listen, God is not going to continue to bless you if you keep lying like this this morning, okay? <laughs> I started talking about a conversation that I overheard in this building. About Safari's penis. Yes. But so you were talking about Safari's penis? No. It was. it was our producer, Taylor, <laughs> our intern, Lynn, my assistant, Paige, and some other women in the building. And go ahead, Taylor. Tell them what you said. Um, I just said it's overhyped, and I seem bigger. And Lynn, what do you think? I think it's average. Wow. Very, I, very average. Okay. Right. So we're asking. I just thought that was during the conversation because I hadn't heard that point of view. I only heard girls saying how great it was. 800-585-1051. We're talking Safari's penis. And I think when, when you're a, a, a specialist on a penis, what do you call that? A penisologist? <laughs> a penisologist. A We got a c***sman on the line right now. Trav, what's up, Trav? Never heard that term. What's up, MV? Hey, Hey, what's up, expert? Hey, hey, brother Leonard. What's up, sis? How are you, sir? Leonard, Trav. Listen, Leonard. So we're talking Safari's penis. What did you think when you seen it? Listen, I said, I mean, it was all right. I have actually... Seen a lot better in person. Thank you, Trav. Exactly. Thank you. But Trav, it wasn't erect. It wasn't erect, was it? I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't fully erect, but I mean, but still, I mean, it, it wasn't something to write home about. 
Trav, you a top or all bottom, Trav? I'm a top, sir. Now, ask oh, about the hook. Okay, ask okay. Trav about the hook. You said you so want to No, I'm just saying, so when you're a top, you just need to have a big mouth. So it don't, you don't really count. I mean, I, I, I know some BDBs that got bigger than him. I know some big <laughs> bottoms. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Trav. Trav. Thank, thank you for calling, Trav, man. You have a good weekend, Trav. You just gave these guys, you just gave Charlamagne a new term. <laughs> Hello, I'm about to recruit me a group, nigga. <laughs> it's gonna be called the BDBs. Hello? All right. What about an ADB? Good morning, brothers. Listen, I am a discreet, well-endowed bisexual man. Charlemagne, I understand your plight, brother, because I've seen your print in that Black Panther suit, so I'll probably be mad, too. <laughs> oh, oh, he jealous. I, I ain't never claimed to have a big no, piece. But honestly, but honestly I'm, about, I'm about the same width and girth as, as, you know, I think it's a, I don't think it's an average size for a black man. He is well-endowed, but it wasn't nothing to scream at. I mean, I guess it just depends on your preference. So it's decent, right? Yeah, we never yeah, said it was. And it had, it had a little, it had a little U-turn into it. So, right, and the little you know. U-turn. All right, well, you, you, right, you can make a right on red. <laughs> I'm still not understanding this curve thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Why you want to understand so bad? Now you hate on the curve too. Hello, no curve I talked to some giant. girls and they said the curve ain't Never all that. Have to have a. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up, Mama? We're talking Safari's penis. What do you think? I definitely don't agree with the two women saying that it's the average size penis for a black man. I definitely think it's overhyped. They're overhyping it, but I just don't think it's advertised. You know, I think it's a little bit bigger than average. Yeah, it's a little bigger than average for sure. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's a little bigger than average, but um, they're overhyping it. Like, this Safari, he's really not that popular for them to just be going in about it. Oh, come on. Now, popularity don't have nothing to do with penis size. It doesn't, but they're really, it's, this is, I guess this is like for promotion purposes, but they're really like overhyping it. It's, but it's definitely not the average size. I don't know what they've been dealing with. That's definitely not the average size. Well, Taylor is from Philly. <laughs> So Here she likes go. big beards and, and big beards. <laughs> All right, so what's the moral of the story, guys? <laughs> Taylor, what's the, Lynn, story? what's the moral of the story? Um, I think, you know, don't hype it if it's not that big. Also, what? you know, people that's need to, I'm used that's to. Used to what, Taylor? I don't know how to say it. I'm, I mean, to me, that's average, so I don't know. Go ahead, Taylor Gale. <laughs> go ahead, Lynn. Congratulations to so y'all. So the moral of the story is okay. <laughs> that Taylor needs a BDB. Yeah, clearly. My goodness. So an ADB, not an ADB, an so average. Right. Can we tuck Safari's penis away, please? Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. You all know, right. I'm not going to lie, Safari really is texting me about this conversation. Oh, God. my goodness. Right, let's, let's put Safari's penis to rest. Okay? All right, well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we're going to talk about Safari's penis. No, oh, I'm my kidding. God. No, my God. Uh, let's talk about Chadwick Bozeman, though, for real. And we're going to talk about something that he did for some Black Panther fans. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Before we do the rumors, Yee, read the the, uh, the message you just sent to Charlamagne and I. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, yeah. Somebody sent me a DM and they wanted to make sure that Charlamagne saw this. Mm-hmm. And it said, I'm listening to the show now. Charlemagne is definitely gay, super gay. I'm not sure how his wife allows him to even say all this stuff gay. Like, I can't believe he's that gay. He's definitely undercover gay. Tell him I said it, too. I'm going to be honest. I think that guy's trying to say I'm gay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, just, I'm, not the, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but it sounds like he's trying to say he thinks I'm gay. I think so, too. But anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to you This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. So T.I. is going to be scoring and co-producing a drama, and it's called Glow Up. It's a musical drama. So congratulations to him. 
The film centers on an all-female performance group from an L.A. high school who enters a singing competition in an effort to use the cash prize to save their school's underfunded and almost defunct music program. I'm going to drop on the clues bombs for Clifford T.I. Harris. I love seeing, you know, people from the culture get them executive producer credits and them executive producer checks. Yes. Creating that content. The glow up. All right, now, O.J. Simpson. If you guys remember, he was going to do this book deal if he would have done it. Yes, I remember. Talking about the murders. If I did it, Confessions of a Killer was the name of the book. Well, that book was shelved after a whole lot of pressure. But there was also an interview that Judith Regan did. She, Judith Regan interviewed O.J. Simpson on camera for the TV special. And mm-hmm. he initially talked about the book and talked hypothetically about how the murders might have been committed if he would have done it. Now, the unaired show, people looked at that as a confession, and now that show is going to air. Really? What network? Wow. Yeah, it's going to air on Sunday, March 11th, and it's going to be on, I believe, it's hosted by Soledad O'Brien on Fox. Why, though? Don't you think that the, the family of Nicole Brown Simpson and the other guy who got killed... They'll never get closure because O.J. is constantly milking this situation. Ron Goldman, well, here's the thing. At first, the family was against it. Now they're supporting it. Why? Maybe because they look at it as a confession. And it, I don't know why mm. they are because that interview... Oh, maybe they first, want to know what happened if he's really telling the truth. They probably... I don't know. But it's going to also have domestic it. violence awareness PSAs throughout. And, yeah, the O.J. Simpson, the Lost Confession, it's going to air March 11th at 8 p.m. Because it's a hypothetical, uh, according to him, hypothetical description if of I would have what done it, he would have done. done. Right. Nobody want to hear that from the family? Well, maybe they do. Maybe they want to see exactly what happened. Maybe they want closure to see what happened during that time. No. I don't know. You ain't going to well, watch it? Well, supposedly the family, the relatives are now on board with it. So as mm. long as they are, I mean, what can we say about it? Well, maybe it's it weird, a confession. But, Who knows, mm-hmm. All right, now Tory Lanez's album is out today, and guess who's mentioned on a song on the album? Who? Someone who gave him Donkey of the Day previously. Charlemagne. Now Tory Lanez was given Donkey of the Day for this. I gotta get him. Look at his ass. Say hello. Yeah, we balled out your sh-t. We walked in the store. He didn't think we was gonna buy nothing. We balled out his. Sh-t. We Gucci down. We we Louis Vuitton down. We everything. Oh, I remember that. That's when he uh, accused Gucci of racism, and then he went and spent thirty five grand in Gucci, yeah. Yeah. which was ass backwards. Well, he mentions this in his song "Benevolence." Thirty five of that Gucci hugging. Charlemagne say you stupid hugging. Say I took a L, I never miss a win. Big bank next day did it. shit again. So he spent thirty five grand in Gucci and went back and did it again. And went back and did it again mm-hmm. after he claimed that they were racist. So you give Correct. the racist your money. I guess he's and trying to be, prove a point. Y'all really be getting mad at the people. <laughs> y'all really be getting mad at me for giving these people donkey today. All right. Well, another person who mentions mm-hmm. on a song was Tech Nine, by the way, whose album's out. Also, the song is called Comfortable. I like the Breakfast Club. Their tech gets love. Merce Stevie made HAL even Zess get plugged. Thank you, Tech Nine. Who gets plugged? His artist. Oh, his artist. What are you talking about? We ain't plugging hey, nobody. Man, you never know, man. I don't his know artist. <laughs> he plugs his artist we'll when drop he comes in. Bombs for Tech Nine and, and, and Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tory Lanez's album's out right now. Again, I actually right. was listening to it. Now, Chadwick Boseman shocked some fans, some Black Panther fans, on Jimmy Fallon. He was hiding behind a green screen while fans were talking about how they felt about the film. They gave their thoughts. And that's when Chadwick Boseman actually came and expressed his own gratitude. Check this out. I cannot tell you how much it means to have you step into the role as our king and be holding it with such grace and poise and joy. Um, that was so great. I think we should move it for, for a close-up of that. 
For me, as the mother of a young son, um, my son's childhood has been defined by Barack Obama and now Black Panther, so thank you. That's way too much praise. <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> no, 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 You are gorgeous. Gorgeous family. You know, I was watching this yesterday, and I see people get so mad when people get inspiration from Black Panther. They'd be like, oh, it's a fictional country. T'Challa, not a real person. I have no problem with it because I grew up in an era where people found inspiration in a fictional drug dealer named Scarface. So I'd much rather have them uh, find inspiration in a fictional African king. Now, the CEO of Disney has also hinted that there might possibly be a Black Panther theme park ride in the works That would be dope. Yes. Not before a video game. I'm sure they got a video game in the works. They don't. I've looked it up already. I'm they, sure they got one coming it Christmas time. Really they don't. That you can't look no, it up. no, they, they I'm don't. Sure they, do. they have to. They need to, but they don't. They don't have one in the works yet. I want a Black Panther video game. All right. Well, he said they haven't had a chance to build the ride yet, but he said I'm sure there are people who are working on it as well. And he said I pretty much guarantee that this coming Halloween and even Christmas, you know, you'll be seeing a lot of Black Panther merchandise. And he said mm-hmm. Black Panther will become Disney's 12th billion dollar franchise. That'll be so messed up if the Black Panther ride is the only ride at Disney that never works. Like shut, up, <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, Why shut up, shut up. Why would you say that? <laughs> I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Uh, we're going to start off with that new DJ Khaled featuring Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Future. And, of course, it's Method Man's birthday, so we're going to get some Method Man. Meth, happy born day, Meth. H-O-D. Peace to the good brother, Meth. Drop one of the clues bombs for Method Man, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.